Spurs, United, Chelsea well, City, okay. Arsenal. All right, bet, bet, bet. So welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Africans Talk Football. It's good to be back with my boys. How's everybody feeling tonight? Feeling good. Pretty good, man. Good. Just want to, again, just say shout out to all of our friends out there, all of our supporters who may be watching live with us or just, you know, are catching us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or if you are, if you out here watching our YouTube episodes the day after they they yeah, post man, shout out because I know we'd be on here for like <laughs> like ninety minutes, two hours sometimes. For sure, but we really do appreciate the support and uh, and how you guys are just commenting on our socials and letting us know that you're actively watching with us. Because I mean, we we're gonna watch every weekend anyway, so it's it's fun to have other people chime in and, and talk to us about you know what we've all watched this previous weekend. But Premier League season. Um, it's, it's, it's shaping up to be one of those seasons. Look at the top four teams right now. There's only, I believe, four points that separates one from four. Um, the top 10 is, it, it looks a lot different than what I thought it would be, to be honest, especially this deep into the season. We're about a third of the way through already. So just to see, you know, who's filling up those top 10 spots is crazy. You know, we always do our predictions on who we believe will finish in the top 10 and then who we think will get relegated. So, as we approach the midweek or the mid mid season, it's um it's actually interesting to see how the table is shaping up so far. This week we have another international break, so no games this weekend, but then we'll come back the week of Thanksgiving. Um or I guess after the week of Thanks or or actually during the week of Thanksgiving with with some more marquee matches. But today kind of just wanted to start from the top. Um obviously talk about our teams, but Tottenham, tough loss, man. A mm. very, very tough loss. Two goals scored in extra time, the 91st and the 97th. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it, but it's very Spursy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys were able to watch highlights, but with all these injuries to Spurs, um, obviously they had a very, very strong start to the season. Shout out their manager, who I believe is the first Premier League manager to win three managers of the month in a row consecutively, um, which is huge. No, I mean, honestly, he deserves it. He's he's come to the Prem. And I know there's a little bit of politics, I guess, played into it as well. But I feel like he's coming to the Prem and kind of taking it by storm. A lot of teams did not expect Tottenham to be this strong, especially with losing Harry Kane, their prolific goal scorer. And... You know, shout out Kane. He's doing his thing over in Byron as well right now. He, he's he been on a tear. So it, it's good to see both. You know, that partnership was very good, but it's good to see both of them actually find seeing some success away from each other as well. But with Tottenham, tough loss this week. What do you what do you guys think this does to their momentum? Do you think this because uh, this is a tough loss? I ain't gonna lie to you. Two one away from home. They played pretty well up until, you know, the injury time. Um, do you think you, with such a, I wouldn't call them a young team, but a lot of them are new to the Prem. They have a lot of new players to the Prem. A lot of them first time under a new manager type thing. What do you think this, uh, this does for the morale of the team? Um, I mean, I said this, I said this like earlier in the season on their, their starting 11 is great. Like the signs that they made. If if they're starting eleven is healthy, 
they're going to be doing what they're they've been doing for the past 11 games pretty much um but i've said madison he's going to get his annual one um and you know they have guys in the squad that they really can't afford to lose and unfortunately they lost two guys that are integral to this team like Vander Ven completely changed his defense. Completely. Like, definitely one of the top center backs in the Prem for me. Um, James Madison, the level he's been performing at, I mean, top notch. Um, and they lost two of those players in, in, in a couple minutes. You know what I mean? So, unfortunately, you know, that's what it is. And this team is now going to look completely different to me um, because – they lost players in their spine. Um, they lost their 10, they lost their center back. And I talk about the spine all the time. You lose players in your spine, your team's going to look completely different. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely spursy for them to get two goals scored on and, you know, that quick succession, especially in extra time. But, I mean, looking forward, I don't think either of these players – and I think Rick Charleston's out too. Um, he's out for like a month as well. Yeah. So, think- you know – and um, Andrew was saying that you know he doesn't think Van der Ven's gonna come. Or he doesn't think Van der Ven's gonna come back until the new year. Madison's out for a bit. Richarlison's out for a month. Those are three players you desperately need in the squad. Um, and you know everyone's dealing with injuries right now. But this is gonna this definitely changes their outlook. This team's gonna drop points now, ten thousand percent. Just just off even if they didn't even have Madison, just off the strength of Van der Ven. A player they just cannot afford to lose for months. So um great start, but unfortunately injuries are definitely gonna hinder and hinder kind of their success. And this um I'm sure we're gonna this is the first of many results we'll see like this. Maybe not, you know, in the last second, but we'll see some more results where some points drop that we didn't expect them to drop. Yeah, I think the loss to uh Vendervan and Madison, um both arguably, you know along with Declan Rice, probably signings of the season. For sure. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think with Spurs, yeah, I think, like, losing those two um, is going to hurt. I mean, like, you know, they're also out. Uh, Richarlison is also not playing as well, too. He, he recently just had groin surgery, and he's going to be out for a little bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to struggle with those a- absentees, but – Hopefully the the manager can get the backing in January. I think that he he's deserved, you know, the fa- um, a little bit of kind of room to warrant more players. So hopefully he can get you know new players to more players to kind of help support their uh, season's push. I kind of if, if they have more depth, I think this is a team that could definitely make the European spot. Um, but now, I mean. Without Vendor Van, it's back to Eric Dyer. It's back to well, Davidson Sanchez is gone now. Who's the other center back back there? I mean, Ben Davies is there. Eric yeah, Dyer. Eric Dyer, Ben Davies. Romero. Uh, the, oh. Yeah, the drop off. The drop off from from Vendor Van to Eric Dyer's. Yeah, I mean Hoiberg. You know he's not really playing, but sometimes yeah. slot in at center back. So, I mean, yeah, I think that those you know those losses are definitely going to hurt this team. And, um, you know, also too, I'm looking at like, how are you going to get some the ball? You know what I'm saying? in like those dangerous areas. Um, so yeah, it's slow for Spurs right now. Yeah. 
I don't know. This this the, the twenty twenty four is looking it's looking dark. <laughs> but you know what's crazy is like every team has kind of well, I should I, I won't say every team, but most teams have kind of like hit their like like a lull period. I feel like Chelsea, your guys's kind of start to the season has been like that. You guys may be on the up and up. For United, I mean, <laughs> just like everyone else, you know, we have players out with injury. We also haven't been playing well, but, you know, we, we're managing to find wins. So now with Spurs, like, hey, man, they had a fantastic start of the season. The next few months, like Gabriel said, I won't say months, the next few weeks will be very telling. So mm. January, January is around the corner. So, mm. you know. That's windows here, that's for sure. Here soon. Yeah, January is, is, is way closer. I feel like this is weird that this year just flew by. Um, but you know, a team that had a a team that had a bounce back. I don't know if it was officially called a GRG or not, but, oh, they, needed it. A, but they needed a Premier League bounce back, and they got it. Three one win against Burnley this week, this past weekend. Arsenal got back in their winning ways with the midweek win as well. So it looks like, you know, this is, I mean, this is arguably the second best team of the league. Um, fully healthy. These guys are good. Obviously they challenged for the title last year against city. It was a, it was a two legged race for most of the year. And, you know, they're coming back and they want to at least repeat the success they had last year. Top four. I'm sure they want to win some sort of silverware, but, you know, they're they're looking for the Prem title, 3-1, a big win. And not the same usual goal scorers. I was actually just looking at the highlights. Two defenders scored this past week, Saliba and Zinchenko. And then they had the goal from Trossard as well. Um, your big takeaways from the game, G? Um, no, like, real, real big takeaways. Just it was needed. Like, I, I called GRG um, a while ago. I was like, listen, this is a game where – it's a struggling Burnley side. We're at home. We need to dominate um, and, and we need to win regardless of who's out there because I think we're just levels ahead of this this Burnley team. Um, so to go out there and see the boys actually, you know, dominate dominate possession, um, you know, we're finally they, – they played a low block, so it was tough for us, especially with, you know, us missing some players too. Tough for us to to kind of beat that low block in a sense. But, you know, we got the, we got the breakthrough in the first half, which – at the end of the first half, which opened up the game. Um, and, you know, they ended up getting a goal, but we bounced right back a couple minutes later, and then we got a third. Um, so, yeah, no, I, this is what I expect, um, or I expected, I would say. And this is what I expect when, when we play teams like like Burnley um, and just teams on the lower half of the table, especially at home. Like, we, we need to dominate. We need to – these should be games to get us back in our groove, get us back in our, you know, get the vibes high again um, and then all of those things. So, so yeah, no, um, I don't really have too much to say. Um, just, just happy about the win. Happy to get back on the winning track in the prem. Cause it's been, it's been weird for us in the prem recently. So happy to get back on the, on, on the winning side, um, especially before the international break. Uh, definitely, definitely good vibes. So yeah, man, just, just happy about the win. No, no like real big standouts or anything like that. Just good team win. Did you think um, the Fabio Vieira red was a red? Yeah, ten thousand. Um, yeah, hundred uh, percent. 
I mean, it's unfortunate. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was. He didn't do it maliciously. You know, it wasn't like he was trying to harm him. But listen, the studs are up. It's yeah. high. It's a red. It's a red, bro. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> after after like so many fouls we've seen this season, and reds have been given for less. I I, I fully expected it. Um, and I'm more. I would say I'm more frustrated. You know, the call, the call is the call, but I'm just sad that you know we're struggling for midfielders right now. Um, I was gonna ask that. We have, yeah, we Partey just he's out for the season now, so he's gone. Um, Smith Rowe is gone for a little bit. Um, we have Jorginho, we have Declan Rice, you know, but after that, it's really Odegaard's out as well. You know, we have El Nenny coming in, but it's like. Come on, we know the levels. <laughs> we know the levels of that. So, yeah. So it, it sucks because now you're out for three matches, and like we need you. This is like it's not even a, a case of like oh, like you know we have we really don't have another player to come in and and do us a service or that is of your quality to come off the bench and kind of raise the level when we needed to. Um, and, and that's what really sucks about it now. So luckily, you know, our next three matches aren't like super, super tough. We're not playing any teams like, you know, in the top five, top six. But at the same time, it's like, bro, we we need you for, for not just numbers wise to to give some guys some rest because we're injured all over the place. We have we have injuries in the in the front three. We have injuries, you know, in the midfield. Um, and when luckily we, we're fine um, defensively right now, but. But yeah, man, midwise we're we're struggling. Um and, and that's why I think, you know, since Partey happened, we our focus is to go get a, a mid or two in January. It's it's absolutely like it's a must. We have to go by in January because, you know, Partey is, is gone. Jorginho's I'm sorry, but we just can't afford to rely on Jorginho all the time. Um and yeah, Declan Rice, you know, we have to, he has to get some rest too, you know. We can't just run that guy into the ground. So so yeah, it it sucks numbers wise for me. It, it, I wasn't even like the red is the red, whatever. But at this current moment, it it, it sucks because we really need you. <laughs> like yeah. if we haven't needed you like any other time in your Arsenal career, this is like the one time that we really really need you. Um, and now you're gone for three matches. So, I mean, you can play in he can play in uh you know Champions League and, and stuff like that. But I don't even think we have any Champions League matches until the end of the year. So, um, so yeah. It, it sucks for those purposes, but, but yeah, he's, he's got to live with it. Everyone's dealing with some type of injury or players, you know, not being on the, on the in the squad. I mean, Newcastle this past weekend, we saw them, we saw them. They almost have a starting eleven of players out. You know what I mean? So, you know, we just we just got to deal with it, cope, and guys got to step up. Unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, but just guys have to step up. Um, you know, that's why you're on the team. You're here to play. When we need you, we're gonna need you. So. I just hope our guys step up. Um, we're, we're definitely going to need some minutes from some guys who haven't gotten minutes in, in a bit. Um, and it might be some academy, academy players who might get their opportunity too, which is dope. Um, you know, Cozy, Cozy, Cozy or Dewberry was on the bench the other day. Um, I think Waniri, Ethan, was on the bench the other day too. Um, so I would love to see, you know, if we get in a groove and we get up a little bit, some of the academy guys, you know, maybe make a debut, get their start, um, you know, but – but yeah, it sucks for numbers purposes. Yeah, I know. Um, so I mean, I know you've always been talking about signing another striker. We see the rumors with Tony 
as far as midfielders, it, has there been any rumblings about who y'all would potentially go after, or is there somebody you think that would fit the squad well? Um, yeah, I, I, I personally like. I know this is like a big. Our number one target right now is Douglas Luiz. It's been it's been like a thing. It's been known, and we wanted Douglas Luiz last January. Um, last January we were pushing for him um, to get him, and I think he's a he would be a great midfielder for us. I think he fits our DNA. He fits our, he fits our team. Well, I feel like there really wouldn't, I mean, he's prem proven at this point. Um, and I don't feel like there would be any drop off. I feel like this is a player in Douglas Weeds who would come in and immediately start, start right next to Declan Rice. Um, and you know, this is a player that can play the six to eight, um, multiple different roles. And yeah, he just fits our, our, our profile of player. I, I've wanted Douglas Weeds since last year. So, I really want Douglas Weiss. Um, we're looking at a guy from oh, I can't think of his name right now. Is it like a a twenty year old from? I think he might be in like Spain or something like that. I can't actually forget his name, but uh, Arteta rates him highly, um, and we're looking at him. And then also we're looking at um, bringing Ruben Neves back um, to the Prem from from Saudi. Which honestly, I wouldn't be mad about that either because he is uh, just a dead set six, a leader, captain. Um, he was a performer captain of Wolves. Um, great player, still has tons of, of of miles left on him. He's still younger um as well. So I would love to bring in Ruben Neves as well if we can. Uh I think he fits our identity. We've been linked to him in years past as well. Um we didn't get him, but I, I would love to if we if we brought in Ruben Neves and, and Douglas Ruiz, psh, ooh. We're, yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, we. I feel like those. Yeah, we, we, Ruben we, Neves yeah. were linked to him before. Yeah, we're yeah we're linked to him. Um, I don't think it was. I think it was either Maybe last season or the season ago. before that. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. But if we brought on those two midfielders, um, it'd be great. I think it'd be a little easier maybe to get Ruben Neves um back over. But I know I know Villa doesn't want to part ways with Douglas Luiz, and I know that's going to be a tough, tough buy, especially in January because you know the window's so short. Um, it's only a month, so if if we can somehow pull it off, I know it's gonna be, I know it's gonna be some bread. And unfortunately, you know, we we might not be able to pay for Tony because um, you already know F, FPP rules. You know, we're already kind of in limbo with that. And we have to sell some players even if we want to buy in January. So, um, so yeah, or it's financial fair play FFP. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, it'll be an interesting it'll be an interesting window for us because we have to buy it's it's actually like it's a it's a necessity we have to buy but um but yeah i, I think that some of the players that we're linked to uh, the guy um the 20 year old i can't remember his name i really wish i could um i haven't i don't know too much about him but ruben neves and douglas Luiz, i know a lot about them I, I like both players um i wouldn't be mad about either of them coming in i would rather take Luis, but I wouldn't be mad about either of those players coming in. Um, and I still do want a striker. I, I would love for to bring Tony in, but the way the money and FFP and all this yeah. other stuff, you're crazy. Um, <laughs> all this other stuff, I, I don't think uh, I don't think it's looking less likely right now, um, to say the least. So, yeah, but I'm happy about the win. I'm happy about where we're going. Um, I just. Hope that these guys can stay healthy throughout the international break. That's like my main concern because I know Southgate's probably going to run soccer into the ground once again. Um, so and Declan, I, mean, I, I can, 
I've I feel better about Declan Rice, you know, playing 90 minutes, but Saka takes too many hits and and you know too many fouls on him. So I just hope that these guys can stay healthy because I mean I mean winter is coming and winter is when you know Prems are won a lot of the time. So especially with this race, you know, it's tight right now. It's very, very tight. Um so I just hope that these guys can stay healthy and we can come back, come back looking good. No, I feel that. I feel that it's um I mean, you talked about Newcastle. I, I just feel like everyone has been playing a lot more games than what they're used to. There was a shorter summer, obviously, because of the World Cup. And eventually, all these miles, they, they rack up, you know, if you're not taking care of your body. And, I mean, they're, they're the most athletes in the world. So, of course, they're taking care of their bodies. But sometimes it's just that wear and tear overall. <laughs> Pop, we got we got Papa over here talking about celebrating a draw. Come on, man! You know, come on. No, man. We're, we're not even there yet. We're not even there. We're not even there yet. And I, you know, it's not a loss, baby. It's not a loss. But yeah, I mean, these games. There's just so many more games being played, and then even next year, as we're going to get, you know, the new format of the Champions League, it's going to be another four or five added games if you're in that competition. So. It's going to be interesting to see how teams and staffs take care of their players because, like you said, if you lose two or three guys, your whole season can take a change, you know, for the worse. So at this point, depth is very, very important. And, um, you know, health is wealth. Health has always been wealth. 10,000. But, you know, moving along, we it, – it's funny because we had nobody lose this week. So – Salam, you know, I, I know he's been very, very critical of this Manchester United team. So it's good. I don't to know see how him. you're doing it, bro. I really don't know how you guys are doing it. Doing what, bro? You it's, guys it's are crazy because you look on the big, table and you guys have 13 big. goals for and 16 against, and somehow you're fifth. It makes make no it make sense. sense. Make it, it makes make no sense. sense to me. They're sixth place right now behind Aston Villa. Six. Yeah, but it's still like. It seems like they're playing so bad, like so. They are bad. playing bad. <laughs> like, and somehow above us on the table, it makes no sense to me. Like literally, no sense. But yeah, man. Um, actually, now that I'm looking at the table. It's only two points that separate first place and fourth place. City with 28, yeah, like, Liverpool 27, thing. Arsenal 27, Spurs 26, and then Villa's in fifth place at 25. So really, only three points separate first place and fifth place right now. Um, I mean, this has probably been one of the closest races, at least 12 matches through the season. I know last year was pretty close, but three points separating the top five is pretty is interesting. Um, but United, 1-0 win to Luton. And I, was, I actually did not watch the match, but I was just watching highlights not too long ago. And I'm not going to lie to you, Onana looked great. Onana actually saved you guys for – for a few of those goals, I mean, he made some massive saves that honestly would have changed the whole match. And knowing that you guys don't score goals, you obviously needed yeah. to, you obviously needed to, uh, to make sure that <laughs> you were solid in defense, but sure. scrappy goal, got it off a corner, I believe. Um, and then you had to defend for another 30 minutes, which I feel like you guys aren't very great at doing, especially when you go up with these very, very tight leads. Yeah. Usually we see an equalizer on the other end, but I mean, y'all got the job done. 
protected uh protected home base. How was how was this win? Because obviously it's Luton, so we're not going to gas it. But a win is a win. You need every three points you can get. Yeah, I mean, a win is a win. Unfortunately for us, uh, you know the the three, you know, I guess teams that were expecting to get relegated: uh, Sheffield, Luton, and Burnley were very tight, one nil victories. Um, you know, those games were, you know, we were working in this game versus Luton, and it took for a Victor Lindelof goal for us to get the three points. But I think again, man. Um, as I've been saying, I, I think that this is just kind of where we are as a team. We're very consistent. Um, we don't have the players who uh, play the manager style. Um, but it's, you know, it's also backwards because the manager has also brought in some of these players. So um, <laughs> if they're not able to play your style, I'm not quite sure why, um, you know, why some of these guys are here. Um but but again, I think the three points is what's important. I think heading into this international break, the biggest thing for us is that our players that are hurt have to come back um, as soon as possible. Um, I know Casemiro, Lissandro, they're not going to be out until probably December, maybe December. I'm expecting them to be back in January. But um, until then, I mean, I, I think it's just, you know, patching together performances to get as many points as possible. Um, you got to give credit when it's due. I got to give credit to someone like Harry Maguire. He's actually been playing well. He's been playing decent. Um, I never thought I would say this, but Harry Maguire seems to be informed. So I think, you know, and, nice. and he's, been, he's been he's been solid for us. You got to. He has. In what's been a an inconsistent season, a turbulent season already, um, he seems to be one of the more steady, consistent players um, this season. So you got to give him credit, especially for you know um, everything that he's gone through. So um, props to him, props to the manager. But for me, man, I, I think that we're really gonna we're really not gonna see anything change until. Um, we get this new director of football in and, you know, we start getting some of these guys out. Um, like I said last week, when you look at all these other projects, Arsenal, Chelsea, uh, City when Pep came, uh, Liverpool when Klopp came, they were able to, you know, gut the squad, uh, cleanse the squad and get in the guys that they wanted. And um, unfortunately for us, we have a lot of players from a lot of different managers and, you know, Unless we can come in and cleanse the squad, I don't think that we're not going to get any further than where we are now. There's a lot of teams that are miles ahead of us, and it's because their players are simply just better than ours. It's true, but I mean, bro, like, like we were just saying before you even got into it, like we we talk we talk about this a lot, like uh, even last year. Um, how you know it's not just about the wins it's about how you win sometimes um and and the the route that you get to the route that you take to get there um and no i don't feel like your your style of winning is sustainable but i mean we're third through the season and this is probably some of the worst football i've seen united play in like just in my lifetime 
Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow you still managed to be six, six points off the top. Um, is it really the worst though? I just feel like is some, it, this is some of the this is some of the worst football I've seen you guys play in my entire lifetime. But it's sure. just like it's crazy because it's like I, I I'm not disagreeing with you. Like 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 I'm not saying that it's not necessary. I'm not saying that it's it's a good style. It's a good brand. But like I've watched the Ole era. This era, I'm not saying necessarily is better or worse than that. But like. When you look at this manager, he's like in his first 50 games, when you look at like, I just feel like it's like a narrative. And I just feel like it's like the narrative of like, oh, this season is so bad, which kind of overshadows like what it actually is. Because when you look at it, when you look at Klopp, Arteta, Pep, and Ten Hag, he has the most wins in the first like 50 games. Yeah, I, I'm and that's what I'm saying. You have to take it with a grain of salt because it's not like you guys get results. And, <laughs> and and it's weird. That's what I'm saying. It's weird because at the same time, you're not playing a – I guess it's not the brand of United Pool that I'm used to seeing. That's I guess that's that's yeah, a better I mean, statement. Um, yeah. But somehow you're week in, week out, you're somehow able to – to smash and grab, bro. How many how many matches this year have been? It's been a smash and grab. Like, all right, but it's been like that for years, though. But I feel at this point, I feel you though, because like now it's just really like it's it's literally like you just you just think like where's the goal gonna come from? Where yeah. like there is no like yeah, and I think um it's just with the, the personnel that we have, man. Um, and some of these guys. Some of these guys, we really need to step up, and I, you know, at this point, I'm really questioning if they can. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, even guys like that. I, <laughs> I'm Rabat. I don't know what happened to him. Like, I, I, I don't know, <laughs> like, what's going on with, 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 with like, Hoyland. For some reason, it's just like he's cursed. He just can't score in the Premier League. What is that, bro? He began so close. It's just like, you know what? I, I just don't. Or he scores and he gets taken back. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Rashford, it is what it is. Bruno's been missing. Mason Mount, like, what? Mason Mount. You know, like, I, I just, you know. And then our guys, like, you know, when you look at all these signings, because we were talking about this before, right? How, what is it? Sancho, Martial, and who was the other one? Anthony. Anthony. It's just like none, so. of these guys, none of these guys have worked out. All three of you guys in your own way just haven't really like panned out. And it's just, I don't know, it's frustrating, man. It's, it's, we just got to get a bunch of these guys out of here, man. And like, I agree, Gabriel. We don't really, we're not really used to the playing the way that I feel like I'm traditionally used to. But once we get better players, I think that'll change. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're being completely honest, bro. It's it's not like you're far off because you're getting results. Nah, like, like we just said, far off. I'm, you're, yeah, you're far off. But at the same time, you look at it, how far off? You're six points off the top with 13 goals scored. You have, you, I think you're in, I, I looked at it. I think you're in the bottom five or bottom six of total goals scored in the in the league. In not the yet. league, you're, you're bottom five or bottom six in goals scored. And yet. Here you are in sixth place, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, we need at least 
we need at least seven players, eight players into the team. I agree, but somehow it's working. Somehow, some yeah. something in this formula, Salam. But if you if you go through the season and say, yeah, we played terribly the whole time, but we finished top four. Like it's yes, no, it, I hear you. I hear you. It's, I, it's, it's 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 crazy. That's what I'm saying. This is like the one of the most absurd things I've yeah, honestly the glazers, seen. Glazers, man. It's the glazers. It's, it's, the glazers. It's man. Crazy. Glazers. I, I feel like even when y'all had Ole, it was kind of like this too. Like you guys just managed to win, and it never looked pretty, but you guys would get dubs. So no, it's like different. This is a di- thirteen goals. Yeah, but, but but I think like but I think that like. <laughs> I think when you bring in someone that has like a footballing background, like someone like when, when Ragnar came in, I think it's very easy to identify that like this team really needs like a lot of new players for us to find consistent um, success because, yo, we're, we're, we're far off of the top. You know, I think that these like that's why like we'll, we'll never be competitive in the, uh, in, in the league because we'll never find that consistency to, to develop like a rhythm to consistently compete week in, week out. We can't do that because we don't have the players that have the ability or the mentality to do that. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier. You know, since the January window's coming up, we might as well talk about it. Sancho, Anthony, and Martial. Rumors are there on the chopping block. Um, all of them. <laughs> so, I mean, with, with those three players, truthfully, what do you think you get from them value-wise? And then... Because I mean, Anthony, he's a hundred, you know, he's a hundred mil flop or 85, whatever you guys spent on him. Obviously, he's not, you know, worth as much as what you bought him for. But if those three were to go, what do you think you get from those players? And who would you like to see? You know, obviously, you need players, but who would you like to see? Who do you think fits what United is trying to build right now? It's hard to say, man. I think if, if you were to put like a value on it, I think United would just have to accept that, like they're taking a loss. Oh, some for of sure, guys. ten thousand. So, no one's honestly, if I could get like, and it'd be hard to even come up with this, but like, if I could, <laughs> but if I could get eighty million for all three, I was going to say a hundred. I was, I was going to say you, bro. You, I mean, realistically, you thirty million a piece. They're, they're not thirty-five million a piece. They're not. They're not. Sancho, we haven't seen play all year. Anthony hasn't done anything. And Martial also haven't really seen him play all year. Dang, you really think you're going to be a 28, 29-year-old injury problem? I mean, it, it would just be right. more of like you could, with that money, you could break it up and get two players that, you know, that, I don't know. And it's hard to say, like, like a player. Like, who could who could fit this team? Well, here's the you thing. Need a new team, so... <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: like, we definitely, we we, we definitely need. Um, that's the thing, though, man. It's hard to say. Like, I, I think that we do need like a, a new like a backup ten, but we have Mason Mount, so it's hard to say that. Like, I think we need two two players that are going to play on the right side for sure, because Rashford's going to play on the left. I think Hoyland's going to start up front. A backup striker would be nice. Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe three center mids would be nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just think that the guys with the guys with personality, um, you know, like Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham, they're already on teams. Even guys like Caicedo, Fernandez, 
you know, we need to find a guy that, that that's like that. Who is that? I don't know. That's, you know, I don't whoever the next up and coming center mid is. I'll take him. Sure. Yeah, I, I I mean, I told you over the summer that Mason Mount, that's the best 60 we ever finessed in a long time. I mean, he yeah. – okay. and it's sad because I love to see all my boys do well. I mean, I look over in Italy, Loftus-Cheek is doing his thing. You know, he's he's found he's found a new resurgence. Even though Pulisic has been hurt, he started off pretty year. But yeah. – or he started off pretty well this year. But it's – it's sad, you know. One, I don't want to ever root for my guy on the it, it, against in against Chelsea when he's in another prem shirt. So it's it, it's bittersweet to see what he's doing right now. <laughs> it's honestly bittersweet to to see because I want him to do well, but he's just not the guy. I, like I I think he was Chelsea's golden boy. He rose up through the ranks, the academy, but. I mean, you used to say this. What's his best? What's his best position? What's his? What does he do best? You know, who's this? Mason Mount. Mason Mount. I think he oh, has definitely. to. I think he has to. <laughs> Papa's crazy. I think he. I think he has to reinvent himself in a sense. Like he needs to. He needs to just. Someone needs to stick him in a role, and he he needs to just work on that role because I feel like he's trying to do. I feel like he's trying to be an eight and a ten. And it's just like, bro, just I don't know what he is. Yeah, I like I, that's what I'm saying. I, he needs his. I need. To, I think he needs to find his identity. And I think. I mean, Ten Hag has something to do with that as well. Like, kind of telling him, okay, this is what I need you to do, and this is what I want you to focus on. But yeah, I mean, mm. he's fine as a backup player, though. That's the thing. Like, he's fine as a backup player. He's fine as a role player. Definitely not backup player money, though, fam. Exactly, but but that's why you have to look at the manager and say like, what? Why are we spend like when we need so many other needs? Like, why are we buying a profile, a player of his profile? It doesn't make sense. You have to ask. Yeah, point. You gotta ask the manager that. But it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Thirteen goals, four sixteen against. Still top six. Fifth place. Eight. That's honestly a miracle. It needs to be a doc, documentary. And, our, and our schedule gets it's very tough. But yeah, it's about to get real, real treacherous for y'all. That's for we, sure. We got to see Chelsea soon. Yeah, Newcastle. Um, yeah, you know these 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 teams. You know we have to make sure that we're prepared because uh, Newcastle actually. You know I'm actually looking forward to seeing them. I think you know we're kind of level. I mean, if they put out the same team that they put out against, uh, who was it? Oh, uh, who they played this past week? Um, I forgot, but they yeah, they pulled up Vormuth, on uh, Vormuth. Yeah, they lost two 0 against Vormuth. They pulled up on uh, Kieran uh, Trippier. Trippier. <laughs> he pulled up on him crazy. <laughs> you know how many injuries we have? Oh man, do you think Ten Hag has too much pressure to produce results and no time to give players time to develop like Mount? How does one balance that? That's a great I question, mean, Papa. Um, that is a great I, question. I, I think it's personally. I think it's I, been, go ahead. Well, I, I say it's. I think it's been a little tough for Mount because he got injured early into his United career, so that, that that's a setback, you know, just in and of itself. But at the same time, um, I feel like Ten Hag has established himself as one of those managers who's going to be like, listen, you're either going to listen or you're going to go. 
Um, and a, a player like my, a player like Mount and a, and a manager like Ten Hag, Ten Hag should just stick with him. I know you have to get results and you have to do this, but if, if this is going to be your guy, this this is going to be your guy. Um, and I feel like I'm going through that right now with Kai Havertz. Like, this is this is just going to be our guy. This is this guy is just going to start. It's not even like a. And I know we're in like kind of two different situations right now, and we're we're looking at two different teams, and um, we have I guess different expectations on the season. But if you're gonna if you're gonna go buy a guy and get that guy, you have to you have to ride that guy until it's like evidently clear that nah, this is not. This is not working. Like Anthony, he he played him a lot until it was like, nah, this is just this is isn't working simply. Um, and I feel like, you know, if this is a player that you're gonna invest in financially and emotionally um <laughs> in the team, then you know you need to you need to back him for a bit um and, and give him that confidence, rather through thick and thin. And if it he doesn't come out on the other side, then you know, then then it's time to drop him. But I I think it is a tough balance, but I mean, he he has a control to to play him as much as he wants to. So I feel like he should, if he's going to play him, then just play him. Let him go through the mistakes. Let him go through the ups and downs, and let him find his form. You got to let him do that. Yeah, to piggyback what Gabriel said, I I agree. I think the injury came at a very inopportune time, but I also believe that it's been something that's been lingering. I mean, even for Chelsea. If you looked at the end of his last season, he was hurt. Apparently, he passed his physical or whatever when he went to United, but there's been something there. So I feel like with him, you kind of just have to give him the time to fully recover. You know, with a team like United, there are expectations. So regardless of whether we want to give him time to, you know, to get better, they bought him for a reason to produce results and there's expectations when you put on a United shirt there's expectations when you put on a Chelsea shirt expectations when you put on an Arsenal shirt so yeah I mean obviously we need to give him time to get better and to understand okay this is you know a new system for me I'm playing with new guys I want to figure out what my role is but at the end of the day 60 million ain't cheap you know they they bought you for a reason and you kind of have to produce I feel like we should give him this year, not as grace, but we got to have to let him fully, fully immerse himself in the team. And like Gabriel said, that's up to the manager to figure out what he thinks the best position is for him, when he thinks the best time for him to play. And, you know, hopefully it all works out, but it's tough. You know, that's the <laughs> that's kind of, you know, what me bring a, being a manager brings. And when you have a price tag on someone – another player who's come up through, you know, the Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea club. He's one of the players that the national team has been pushing as the next guy, one of the next guys. It's, it's hard when he's just not on the pitch and being able to play. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think, yeah. I mean, to your guys' point, I, I just think that this guy is, uh, I understand that he has uh, to produce results. I think that's why he, that's why he chose that he had to bring in a guy like Mason Mount. Um, in terms of his development, I, I feel like this is almost as good as it's going to get. I really don't see really Mount really hitting any more gears after like this, what he is. So I don't know. I think that that's on the manager. This is the guy that he that he thought could help him get the most results and. Um, he has to own that. He has to play him. So 
it's just if he was if he was a 30 million, you know, 25 million squad player, this wouldn't be an issue. But the fact that he's, you know, 60 million and he's not even he's not even playing, that's a problem. So that's on the manager. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Good question. But um yeah, that was actually a great question. Good looks, Papa. But uh back to the back to the mandem. Marquee match of the weekend. And I'm sorry. I wish our boy Solo was here so we could talk about this game. Because I, I truly, <laughs> truly, truly, you you've been waiting to bring that back up again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely you're waiting. No, they gotta celebrate this. Nah, he's right though. Y'all, y'all, Mike, Mike was acting as if you guys won the, won the Prem. FA Cup. You guys were crazy. The FA boys Cup. gave everything. Wow. <laughs> no, man. And and I said this last week. I thought we could sneak city. I, I truly was. I truly said, I think we can sneak city. The game had to go perfect and we had to play very, very well. But at the end of the day, I like the I, like Salam said before we, you know, we hopped on. You can see the vision. You can low key see what's going on. And I think Poch got everything right. Four four. I mean, the game had everything. It had goals. The Not officiating was actually good. You know, it was back and forth. Lead change, draw, lead change, draw, lead change, draw. I mean, you really can't ask for much more. Um, to be honest, I hate watching matches in public because I get physically upset about Chelsea, especially if we not win it. And so... <laughs> And so I hit my boy up. Shout out Zion again. Uh, he's a big Manchester City fan. We um we watched the game at one of the at a pub downtown Cleveland. It's called Old Angle. It's a it's a soccer pub. Only about you know 10, 15 of us in there. It was split half and half Chelsea and City fans. So it was cool just to watch the game in that type of atmosphere. But I'm not gonna hold you. I was frustrated. I, I was I was frantic the whole time. I'm getting up after every bad play. I. I'm screaming after every goal. When they score, I'm sitting down and not saying anything. It was a very, very good, very, very good environment. But what I will say is this Chelsea team, Salam just talked about he's going to have a rough stretch of matches coming up. If you look at this Chelsea team going back a month from the Arsenal game, we haven't lost against any of the top four teams. 2-2 draw against Arsenal. I mean, that 1-1 draw against Liverpool, first match of the year. It, it was the first match of the year. So you're kind of, it's kind of a temperature check to see where you're at. But you look at Arsenal, 2 2. You look at the Tottenham match, we won that 4 1. You look at the City match, we drew 4 4. So this is what I've been asking for for the entire last couple of years. We have to get results against the top team if we want to have any resemblance of winning the league or even winning a trophy. And right now we're not in the we're not in the space to win the league. We're not there yet. We're definitely not one of the teams that's going to be competing for the title. I don't think we're we're there yet. But when we get results against the top four teams, when you put four goals on a Tottenham, when you are able to get four goals on a city, it's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what we've wanted to see for the most for for definitely the last two years. I can't tell you the last time Chelsea scored four goals in back-to-back -back matches. It just doesn't happen. It really doesn't happen. You know, we're usually a defensive team, and we've had our issues 
scoring in the last two, three years. So for me to see back-to-back games where we score four goals, I mean, I really can't get mad at it. I'm not celebrating this draw, but this is a huge result. Huge, huge result. I still think we could have taken the game from City, but it's one of those matches that went back and forth, so I'm not going to say we should have won or we deserve to win because that was honestly proper prem. It was the best match of the season. Like I said, officiating was good, goals, and everyone looked up for the match. And that's what I've been saying. Poch is going to have his growing pains, but you have to get the players up for the big matches. And when I see that happen, that gives me the that gives me the hope that, you know, further down the road, this will be a team that's going to be competing for titles, competing for trophies, looking to do the double because it's a mentality thing. I mean, we, we've lost a lot of bad games. Look at our record. We're four, four and four. I think that tells a it tells a perfect tale of our season. Four wins, four draws, four losses. You know what I'm saying? Talk about it. So it's it it's good to see that we're getting results in probably the toughest part of our season thus far. We still have to see Newcastle when we come back from international break. We still see United in about three weeks. We see Brighton as well in between those two matches. So it's not like we're out of the woods yet. We still have to fight, we still have to play some of the best teams in the league. But for me, it's good to see that one, we can get up for the good games. Two, we're getting goals out of Nicholas Jackson, Cole Palmer. We're getting we're, we're getting goals out of the players that are supposed to be scoring goals. I still need more out of Raheem Sterling. I still think that you know he he should be one of the leaders. He should be leading by example, and that means goals and assists. But it's good to see Sterling get a goal against his old team. I, I really couldn't ask for more, you know. Two penalties, one on each side, so those cancel each other out. And then three goals from open play. I mean, that's a <laughs> that's against the best team in the league. You know, this is no simple feat. It's no easy feat. And just like you said, the standards that Man City set has made the Premier League kind of crazy. Like they've, <laughs> they're looking to go four in a row at this point. They just did the trouble last year. So when we can get a result against a team like that, when we can get a result against an Arsenal, when we can be a team like Tottenham in a four or five week stretch, that makes, that makes me feel good as a fan. So where do you guys think, like after this, I think that this win was huge for you guys, especially at home. Like, this win? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the performance. It was is was huge for the team, especially at home um, against a team like City. So, like, where do you think um, best case scenario for you guys? Like, realistically, like, where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself finishing in a European spot? Yeah, easily. 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 Yeah, because when I look at our team. Damn, what is? <laughs> no, I'm serious. My, when you when you say European, when you say European spot, do you automatically mean top four? Do you mean top six? Because it is a lot of Europe now. No, I'll say, conference conference league included. Yeah, I'll so, top, so top seven. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of European spots now. It's not just top four anymore. But for me, I truly I, I've been saying this since the top of the year. We have the players, and Cuckoo isn't back yet. He's in training though. Reese James isn't a hundred percent. He's playing 70 minutes, so it's like we still have cats that potentially can can change the whole course of our season that haven't even stepped on a pitch yet or that haven't even been 100% the, this year yet. So when I look at our team, I'm really happy with where we're going. It's just, like I said, Poch has to get us up for the big games. 
we can't score four against Tottenham, score four against City, and then we play a team like Brentford and then lose zero to two. You know, like it, it's it's those things. We the slumps can't be major slumps yeah. if we want to go a- ahead and get a top five, top six, top seven position on the table at the end of the year. So yeah, bro. Like, do I think we can get European pedigree? Absolutely, one thousand percent. I I bet you we finish top seven. But when you talk top three, top four, possibly not yet because we one haven't had everyone back yet. So I don't know what our full team looked like. And I still know that we're a very very young team with a new manager, who I, we started off very very poorly. We starting to get a little bit better, but there are still games. There are still times. I mean, even if we go back to that Tottenham match, down two men, they were able to play us extremely well and almost get a result. So for me, when I see things like that, I can't be like, yeah, no, nah, we for sure going to be top four. But I do think we get European pedigree this year. Absolutely. Wow. I actually might take that bet that you don't. <clears throat> That's actually oh, crazy. That's a great – I mean, that's a great shout. I don't know if you'll be top seven at the end of the year. Because when I look at the teams above us, when I look at a team like Newcastle, when I look at a team like United, when I look at a team like Villa, on paper, they're not better than us. So when we go into these matches, I, I expect results. What do, you mean? Hold on. what do you mean on paper they're not better than you? On paper, you guys are not better than us. As oh, if you want to go player, if you if we want to go player for player, I don't think you're better than us. Let's go break for Blake. Let's go Wait, break for uh, break. Let's have a blow off. Player for player, full full strength. You you think you have better players than United on paper? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's go. I'll give you. Okay. Who's your keeper? You guys want on the keeper, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that. You guys, you guys want. Oh. Papa said this earlier. I didn't get to show it, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we want to go back keeper. line. If you want to go back line, we got the you, keeper. You guys win the keeper. Let's go back line. Okay, back line, left back. Who's your left back? Colwell. You're not Levi Colwell. He wins. Levi Colwell is your is your left back. Yes. Hmm. Over Luke Shaw. I'm taking Colwell. I'm sorry. I'm taking Colwell too. I'm taking Luke Shaw, but okay, that's fine. We haven't seen him play all year. There's two of you guys. So, so, so we're going based Go off what he did in the past. Cool. And we, so, we know who Luke Shaw is. What? Who was Levi Colwell? You don't even know who Levi Colwell is. He was the best player on Brighton last year in their defense. Last Arguably, year. he was their best defender last year. So one season of Levi, Levi Colwell, you're telling me he's better than Luke Shaw. Yes, my academy, you okay. will lock down your best, def- your best attacker. Come on. Okay. We can go center. I want back. that in the chat. Hold on. I want that in the chat. The one year of Levi Colwell or Luke Shaw, who do you guys think is better? I mean, if we're going off history, we'll go off Luke Shaw. But if you look at what Levi Colwell did last year and what he's continuing to do this year, no one's I'm getting a recency right. bias. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. We'll take it. Levi Colwell. You guys got it. Center back, left sided center back. Who's your left sided center back? Um, I mean, honestly, honestly, it depends, but it's usually Tiago Silva. Okay, I have Lissandro. I'm not. Uh, so so what are, so what are we doing here, really? Because are we, <laughs> Tiago Silva. Over the butcher. Thirty-eight years old, and he's still playing more games than your young cat. Come okay. on. Okay. So what? Yeah, I'm taking Tiago, bro. Okay, Varane or who? who who's Desassi? 
I'll um, give you Veron, Veron. I'll give Veron, you Veron. Sure. We, we don't have to argue Thank with that. No. Okay. It doesn't matter who your right back has. Reese James is better than him. Then Juan Bisaka? Yes, absolutely. Come on. Let's not, I mean, let's not even play those at games. Least, let's not play those games. Right let's, let's, let's not do this. At least, yeah. When, when let's not do that one. <laughs> when let's not argue that one. When is Reese James fully healthy? Okay, anyway. When is Lucio. when is your right back fully healthy? None of your right backs can get a good <laughs> like good run in the league. So we know they only good for five six weeks at a time. Okay, hold on. Okay, let's let's work our way up. Let's work our way up. So now we're in the uh, middle. Um. Uh, okay. Uh. So now we're in the middle. I have six. Casemiro. Six. Casemiro versus who? Who do you I want? Enzo. Enzo or. Kaiseido, who do you want? I'm taking Uncle Cass. Sorry. Okay. I'm taking Uncle Cass. The other, the other mid is yours. Okay. So we split the midfield. So we split the midfield. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was where it gets diced. <laughs> <laughs> Off the left, Mudric or Rashford? Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking the twerker. So yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can we can all MBE for sure. It's um, not a, the Mudric doesn't start. Is it also stop? So we so so I mean now we're talking Sterling, but I'll give you I'll give you that if we do you want to do oh, Sterling because Mudrick does not start for us he okay, came off fine. the bench and Sterling or Rashford I'm taking Rashford. Thanks. I still, I still might have to go MBE. It's, I'm not gonna it's lie. A, it's a toss up. It's a toss okay, up. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm going, I'm going MBE. I'm going MBE. I'll let you have Rashford. Who's your midfielder in the middle? You uh, you have uh, Connor Gallagher. I have Bruno. You can have Bruno. Thank you. And then off the right, um, that's that's Cole Palmer. That's us. Okay. Cole Palmer. And then, and then, taking CP over everyone on your right yeah. side. And here, <laughs> Anthony here, Martial. Here right who, do you, who do you want to put out there? Here is the tiebreaker. Actually, I know Jackson, we haven't seen any, we haven't seen anyone on your right side play. Really, that's really. Fine. No, you, okay. You have the right. You have the right. So right now, I have the left. I have the middle. You have the right. Let's see for the striker. Hoyland versus Jackson. Hoyland is better than Jackson. No, if, if we're going full strength, you're talking in cuckoo. And if we want to go Jackson, like we we could talk numbers. Hold if on. You ain't talking no. money. Cuckoo. I don't want to talk. Cuckoo. We can look Cuckoo's at we can look at GA. We and already Cuckoo's have the Cuckoo's not playing the nine. And Cuckoo's not playing the nine. Let's stop Cuckoo's it. Let's stop the and Cuckoo will play the nine for us. Absolutely, yes. No, he's not. He's going to be playing. He's coming into play as a nine for the ten. Absolutely. He's playing the ten. Are you going to play the ten? Connor Gallagher. This ain't. This ain't about. Connor Gallagher is talking about. No, bro. And Cuckoo is not playing a nine role. That man is going to be a ten. All right. I'm. What are you talking about? Okay. Okay. Enzo. Every every time I say something about my team, you guys act like you know what's better, which is crazy. Because we because we weren't. We weren't supposed to beat any of the top four teams, but when I said we can get a result, y'all looked at me nuts. Nuts. And Cuckoo was supposed to play the nine role for us. Yes, absolutely. In preseason, that's what he was playing. He was playing D9 as our striker. Jackson's just going to come off the bench? It was. Hey, that's up for Potch to decide, bro. (laughs) That has nothing to do with me. I would just like our best 11. (laughs) I want our manager to put the best 11 on the field that he believes will win us matches. Yeah, but it's in Cuckoo, be, yeah, and Cuckoo probably will start at the nine. I think He's it's going to be. I think it's going to be Enzo and Caicedo, and then in front of those two will be in Cuckoo. Cuckoo, and in front of him will be Action Jackson, 
And then it'll be Cole Palmer, Sterling, Modric. The twerker is going to be in there. but So, yeah, on paper, we definitely have you. No, you don't. On, on paper, we definitely we definitely have you. You wait, so you got keeper Veron, one defender. We Pass. split the midfield, and then Pass. you said Rashford. Hoyland's better than Jackson. Hoy, I'm, in in I'm what world? Over Jackson. In what I'm world taking Hoyland. I'm taking Hoyland over Jackson. So, okay, that's still five. Okay, world. so that's that's still five. Mean? We have six. <laughs> so on paper, we're better than you. What's six? What's six? Wait, because you guys said uh, Levi Colwell. No, I don't Thiago agree Silva, with Reece Levi James. Colwell. No, honestly, Colwell, I don't take the Levi Colwell one. I don't believe that one. See, I don't, I, I don't even think Mike see, was It's just going to be up for debate because we, we not because I don't even want to give you Rashford over Sterling for real. I gave you that because of MB and Sterling ain't been going off this year. Decide. Rashford over Sterling. This is not even – I don't think this Rashford, one's – this one's not. There's a lot more closer ones than this one here. Rashford and Sterling. I don't even want to give you Rashford over Sterling. If we're, this if is if a toss look, up. I'm what do you want to look at? You want to look at a whole body of work. You want to look at the most recent two years. You want to look at like what do you want to look at? Like what do you really want to look at? Because I I could put Sterling's numbers up. I could put Sterling's rings up. I could put Sterling and the national team up. Like, like what, like what are we really talking? I gave that to you out of respect. <laughs> but to be honest, I don't really believe it. I really don't. I truly don't believe it. And I don't even like Sterling like that. But I don't think Rashford is better than him by far. No, I'm not gonna say that. And that's what I'm saying. When I look at our team on paper, yeah, it's a lot of potential. This is a whole bunch of potential energy. But when I see us play at our best, like these last two, three weeks, when I see us play like this, I think we can go up against anyone. We've gone up against the best teams in the league, and we haven't lost yet. So, I mean, we'll see you, what, in three weeks? We could talk about it then. <laughs> yeah. Put a little friendly wager on For sure. Um, but speaking of uh, national team, nationally, national team Sterling, um, I kind of want to quickly touch on the uh, England call-ups. Um, you know, at this point, I feel like when it comes to the English national team, I, I really don't even need to wait for the call-ups to be announced. I think we all have an idea of who's going to be called on there. Um, you know, guys like, you know, Maguire. Well, Maguire deserves to go, to be fair. Maguire deserves I agree. To, I would say he deserves to go. But I think guys like uh, Marcus Rashford and uh, Jack Grealish um, over Sterling, to me, is crazy. Um, it, it's nice to see guys like Cole Palmer get called up. Um, Rico Lewis, that's nice. It's always good to see, but I don't know, man. Southgate obviously has this thing where, you know, if he rocks with you, he rocks with you. And I don't think that, you know, through thick and thin. Um, man, all, all I got to say is let Cole Palmer start the matches, bro. Please. Rest soccer, man. Please, God. Nah, and that's please. the thing, though, Gabriel. Like you know who's gonna start. It's gonna be Bro. it's gonna be and it's not even like he's gonna play 67. This guy's gonna play a full 98, full however many minutes, bro. Like it's gonna be... I don't even want to talk about these call-ups. The call-ups don't even like honestly. This is like this isn't like a big call-up. I feel I would I won't say like it's not a big call-up, but this isn't like one of like the 
like uh, I don't feel like it's super, super, yeah, super no, important call up. Um, but but yeah, man, Salam, you're right. He he rocks with who he rocks with. He likes who he likes. He's gonna start pretty much the same guys if they're healthy every single time. Um, and I know these guys like like that. You know, it's an honor to play for your country. Um, so you know, I don't want to take anything away from them, but I just need my guy to rest, bro. He needs to rest, and so I need Cole Palmer to at least get thirty minutes, bro. But but yeah, no, 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 like super big surprises, honestly. Rico Lewis was a surprise to me, um, but he's a baller. I like that kid. So, uh, I think Pep said it best. His his size is like his worst attribute, if I'm being honest. Um, it's just that he's small. But outside of that, the guy is the guy is proper, man. The guy is proper. Yeah, I love to see. Um, always love to see Tamori on there. I think they need to play him more. Tamari, I think, is is one of those players that could be real special. He just needs to get the time. Um, but yeah, other than that, Calvin Phillips, he's another one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who who he's been paying because he's played less than 90 minutes in the Prem, probably, right? Who, who, who would you take in that spot, though, in the Prem? Like, who's been – like, what center mid has been – I can't think of another center mid, though, to be fair. Like, who's – I mean, the midfielders are Trent, Jude, Gallagher, Jordan Henderson. Yeah, but Jordan, like Jordan Henderson, come on. I'd rather take Ward Prowse over him. Yeah, I was gonna say AWP. He's Maybe. he's been having a great year too. He's always has a good. He always has good years. Like it was a year that Ward Prowse has been like weak. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, the guy's always he's always been proper to me. Um, to answer your question, Papa, do I think Saka's gonna burn out? It's not even a. It's not even a question of burning out. I just think he's just going to get injured. It sounds bad, but, like, I don't even think that's burnout. I think he's just going to get injured. This guy has some of the most fouls against him. Um, He's constantly playing 90 minutes. You know, the muscles can only take so much, you know. Um, Your body can only take so many hits. Uh, So, for me, it's not even – I don't really think it's burnout. Even people are saying Saka's been – been poor this season i mean i don't see it but you know i don't like no nah, i don't think he's gonna burn out i just think it's a matter of if he's gonna stay healthy and he's gonna get injured because he's playing he, it's a lot of a lot of miles on that guy and he's only 22 but he's been balling out for us since he was 18 17 so um so yeah i don't think he's gonna burn out but i just pray to guy he can stay injured or stay not stay injured but stay healthy yeah, um, be careful, man. You're going to end up with, with a body like Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford's only like 25, but he has the body of like a 35-year-old. Uh, for real. You're walking. I don't need soccer walking. Nah, but, but but that's a fair point, though, man. It's like so many games. You know with Southgate, he's going to play you like full 90 minutes, 90-plus. 90 I mean, like, and it's it's just like, I don't know, at this point, like, for me, like with him though, like this has to be like his last like cycle with this English national team, because like if he doesn't win it this time, like this Euros, yeah, he's got to go. Like by the time that the next, like what in two years, by the next World Cup, like you know a lot of these guys, like what what's Harry Kane gonna look like in two years? You know, I don't know. Right. He. he I he mean, makes- I I think Harry Kane is still gonna be one of those players. He 
I mean, the way he plays and now that he's no longer in England, he doesn't have to get that same wear and tear. I think that'll prolong his uh prolong his his career, but <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I just yeah, man. I feel for him. Let's, let's get into predictions, man. Let's get into predictions. Well, it's not even predictions. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, really. break. Dang man. Any shout outs? I got any shout outs? I got a couple. <laughs> this guy's funny. Yeah, yeah Pop was crazy. Um <laughs> I <laughs> I got some shout outs. Um shout out Zinchenko, shout out Saliba. But also um shout out Vicario, man. A lot of people doubted that man when he came over. And I like I don't even like anybody on Spurs. Well, I'm not gonna say I don't like anybody on Spurs. I like like Madison Basuma. I like Son for sure. Um I like Vander Ven. But Vicario has seriously like surprised me. Like he the type of I wouldn't say it's like the same type of, of come up, but he surprised me like how Aaron Ramsdale surprised me last season. Like I did not expect this guy to be this good, like at all. And he is just yeah. Hey, proper man. I really like that guy, Vicario. Um, so I just want to give him a shout out because I was not expecting expecting him to to have a, a a great start to the season like this, but he has been balling out. Just just balling out. So shout out Vicario, man. Yeah. So far, Harry Kane with 17 <clears throat> goals and five assists in eleven Bundesliga matches. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we kind of all knew he was going to do this, but he's going silly, not to mention Champions League as well. I mean, to be at 22 GA in 11, <laughs> this guy. You're, having, you're averaging crazy. a goal and assist every game. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's going stupid. Like, I, th- I think it's underrated just because it's Bayern, but he's really going dumb. Like he's going absolutely dumb. Yeah. So shout out people are saying that he might um beat Lewandowski's record of 41. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. 17 could. and 11. It's crazy. Those are crazy. No, those, those are honestly <laughs> crazy. He's, those are crazy numbers. We're not even like a third of we're a third of the way through the season. Like yeah. Yeah, no. I don't know. So shout out to him. Shout out to Action Jackson and shout out to Cole Palmer. Yeah, I um, I have no shout outs this week. I I have nobody to shout out. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I, I couldn't even think of anybody like on the fly. Like I, I really couldn't even think of anybody. I was like Lindelof. Like I mean, I guess, <laughs> yeah, I guess Lindelof. Um, Young Vic, Big Vic, you know, um, but yeah, man, I think um, who 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 should I shout out? You you know what? Not really a shout out, but more of like I guess. I think I think next year I have a feeling that I'm looking at this Bayern team, and I think that it's interesting. Sonny's about to get an extension. I think that there's going to be a few players who leave next season. I think one of those players is going to be Alfonso Davies. Well, I was just thinking that, too. They've been talking to Davies, too. I think he's going to go to Real. Yep, they've been talking to Davies. They've been talking about how they, yo. That left side of Vinny and Davies? 
Anthony Davis. <laughs> See you Dude, later. See ya. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Let's go pace yeah. for pace. Oh, they're God. gonna get Mbappe too. So they're they're gonna they're gonna be like the fastest the <laughs> the fastest counterattacking team ever. With guys like Valverde and Jude Kamavinga, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be ready to run. <laughs> oh, like that is not fair for the nah, next bro. ten years, man. So, if Alfonso Davies, Alfonso and Vinny on the same side is, could you imagine? Like, who do you, you, you have to help? Like, you're, you're, <laughs> you have to have three on that side at all times. Yeah. Yeah, we could never just low block every match. Yeah, you can never get caught in a two v one. It's over. It's a goal instantly, bro. It's a it's a chance at least. Those counters are not going to be fair. (laughs) It's like you got three, four cats who are fast, the fastest players on the pitch. For sure. (laughs) What do you do? Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Real Madrid, man. Keep winning, and they're going to get (laughs) Endrick. Yeah, hey. Andre, that kid? That's hey. my guy, man. That's my new guy. That kid is disgustingly good. Oh my yeah. goodness. I can't wait to see what he does. Andre. Like, mm-hmm. I know you've seen the knee tap. The knee tap. Yeah, the, the, yeah that yeah. knee tap was in sick. game. In game. How do you in how do you do that in game? <laughs> yeah. Bro, the awareness and insane. Yeah. Just to even pull that off. Like, yeah. Full speed, too. He was game. going full speed. You, you, but, but you talk about for him, like. The game is that slowed down for him that he's able to make a move like that. And, At 17 and then, years old. And then, and then I know you saw the shot power on the one video. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, the, the net was like. <laughs> yeah, no, that kid is special. That kid is special. Yeah, it's moving. But, if Ar- um, and if Arda can stay healthy too. Arda. Yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. Madrid, man, for sure. <laughs> That's for shout out, Hala Madrid. Yeah, I do got the flag. Where's the flag? I can get the flag somewhere, but yeah, man. Um, appreciate everybody for tuning in. And um, as always, good luck to you and your future endeavors.